medium, polar vortex, hidden snacks. Some like it hot and it, 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 the heat is on it. I don't like it hot because I sweat and it's too hot. I can do that cool 80s part. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh, oh. I should be recording this. No, that's okay. Never mind. Okay, start the podcast. All right. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. Wait, wait the wait. podcast? <laughs> Did you sound like you weren't sure? I'm so surprised. That's so funny. I was recently in a hospital with my parents, and the elevator. When it goes up, it says going up. And me <laughs> yeah. and my mom were like, Are you really? We're like, Is it not sure? <laughs> but then my mom realized, she told me that she thinks it's because it's for people that speak other languages because she says when it says going down, it's like the tone of the voice goes oh. down and up. And your like mom that. would hear that because she's like I, musical. Yeah, I never would have noticed that. And I was like, oh, okay. But I still felt like every time I was going up, it was going asking down. me. Like, like it didn't seem sure. You're like, yes, I am. <laughs> Where's like the yes Affirmations button? <laughs> needed to happen. Anyway, welcome to our bench. Hi, guys. We are right on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate. procrastinate. On the bench. Sometimes we just start talking about other stuff right away. Like, like we did right now. Elevators that question their existence. <laughs> <laughs> they question their fu- their main function. Their main function. So we have a really fun episode for you today. And I'm going to start out with a quote that like is going to lead us into it. Nice. So. Noise. Right. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. <laughs> okay. Like N-O-I-C-E. Okay. Yeah, but Why? Don't talk to me about that. Okay. Here's the quote. Important encounters are planned by the souls long before the bodies see each other. Paolo Coelho. Awesome author. What did he write, Trisha? The Alchemist. That's right. Great book. Not The Alchemist. No, The Alchemist. (laughs) (laughs) Which is an awesome book that I was reading somewhere somebody... It's a very tiny book too. It's like a fast read. And I was reading this thing where it was like you should read it like every like ten years. That's or actually kind of. And good so I, I have read it. Like I remember the last time. I don't know where I read that. Like some article or something. And then I like bought it because I don't know. I'm. I don't. I have. It I didn't too. even know where my other copy of it was. I, I just I bought have, another one. I think I have your other copy. <laughs> oh, maybe I lent it to a friend. Maybe That's fine. Perhaps it's not bad for me to buy another. book. I'm like that friend that borrows a lawnmower and never gives it back. Like, I don't. I don't have a lawnmower or the weed whacker. I don't have a weed whacker. <laughs> All of which I borrowed. <laughs> That's why you do not have them. Just kidding. Oh, I'm all. No, I never had. You're okay, all anyway. not from me. I'm all. These are bad examples. Uh, it's up. more like you know, like Collier hiding my Mickey Mouse in that cube that I found one day <laughs> when we were on a podcast. It's more like that. Yeah. Stop stealing my stuffed animals. I wonder if Mel Brooks has read The Alchemist recently. Suggest it to her. Uh, the Alchemist is a great book, and you should read it every ten years. Every ten years, you heard Cause it here then, first. Because you'll then like second. see it differently. Like yeah. you'll learn something. You'll be at a different point in your life, yeah. and you'll see something totally new. And it sort of has that. Agree feeling. with that. Yeah. yeah. 
So do you want to give us a synopsis of the alchemist right now? No, I I'm want just people kidding. to go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want people to go and figure it out. Go on a journey. You guys, I wanted to get scare Shauna with that question just now, but I have to tell you this. There was no fear in her eyes. No, I mean, None. I was like, oh, it's going to take a long you time. You were just like, no. We don't have the time. But you're so, I would have freaked out and tried to do it. <laughs> if you asked me to do it. Why am I like that? I don't know. <laughs> why would I try to do it? I don't know. Anyways. And it would have been like, if you don't do it. <laughs> I'm permanently <laughs> Yeah, I don't know I what's going to happen to you. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no like authority over no, you. No, there is none. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen, most likely. Um, well, no more wine. I know. What? Anyways. All right, so, so that is our quote. Our and quote. it really leads into the awesome episode we have ahead, yes. which is an interview with a really cool person that's a psychic. Yeah, she calls herself a medium or an empath. I think right? she calls herself a psychic medium. Well, she actually says psychic it. Psychic medium. She actually says it in the, in the interview, interview. And you're going to hear that. <laughs> and apparently we weren't there because we, yeah, we don't remember, remember anything. We were there. But we... we. So this is a friend of ours for how long? How long has it been? Like 16 years? Well, I, I say it in the thing. You do. So I'm not going to repeat it now. Let's just repeat the whole interview. I'm sorry. And then play the interview. Anyways. We'll give highlights. Okay. I just want to say... The abridged version. Her name is Sherry, and you'll meet her in cliff a second, notes. in a little bit. No, I'm not going to give cliff notes, but I just want to <laughs> say this. My husband is a huge doubter of those who claim to be psychic or have any other side connection. And, and like, he didn't even believe in acupuncture till it worked on our dog, okay? And that's not even, like, a psychic thing. It's, like, a medical thing. But anyways... So I just want to say that Sherry is. Believe in acupuncture. I'm all what? <laughs> How's that related to psychic things? It's not. It's oh. not. But he kind of lumps it all in the same. He's thing. all gobbledygook. He's- <laughs> it's gobbledygook. <laughs> I don't know. He's like Eastern medicine and psychic and media. All that bullshit yeah. that goes together in one pile, right? Yeah. And if you're that kind of person, I get it. I'm married to that person. Yeah. However, I mean, just discount half the world and they're not. <laughs> I know. 50%. Whatever. So, he knows, though. He I knows know. Deep down. So, no, I just want to say, like, Sherry's the real deal. Like, she's helped me a ton in my life. Me and, too. and you'll hear that, like, as we discuss things. But, you know, like, really, if you're looking for someone to give you just like a brighter path, like, this would be a person to connect with. So she does have a service and we do have like a little promo we'll be offering. So, you know, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. But um, I just wanted to say like before you just count it as bullshit. Yeah. Oh, I thought just you were going to say that Aaron believes in her. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's oh. what Aaron believes in. He believes that she helped me. Oh, well, that's so a good way to look at it. That's actually more if, important than yeah. him believing in her. He, he fully believes that what she did for me and, like, when my mom passed, helped me 100%. Yeah, she told me something that helped me a lot, too. Yeah. It helped me come to terms with something that's right? really been bothering me. So that's, I feel like. my life or whatever. Right, that, that is the, the thing you should know going in as a skeptic. Have an open mind. It's or okay to be enjoy a skeptic. the conversation because yeah. it's super interesting. It's very interesting. And Sherry's just. 
like a fun, cool person, and we, we just like love her. Sherry and a we've lot. known her for a long time, and she's cool. And she has like cool fairy hair. I don't think we talk about that. No, she, she fairy has, hair's like a thing. There's a lady that dresses like a fairy and makes she her literally hair dresses like a fairy. look like a fairy. Yeah, she puts glitter strings into it's like, your hair. What is it? Kind of like a weave or something? Yeah, like a weave. But she's got beautiful, like purpley hair with this like pretty little glitter. Yeah, pieces it's very subtle, but it looks like your real hair. Yeah, it's well. pretty I'm cool. Not describing it well, but it looks super cool. I don't know if they have that here. I or don't know, but I want states. somebody dressed like a fairy doing my hair. Just like as whatever. soon as I asked her as a joke, if her hair person dressed as a fairy to put the fairy hair in, and then she replied without blinking or laughing, "Yes, she does." I was like, <laughs> "Dude, I need that. I want that. I want." I want to take my daughter to that I and wanna, my like, son. I want to go to that. We just all need fairy hair. By myself. <laughs> <laughs> On a sad day when I'm feeling lonely. Boop. When it rains. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, that's um, coming so up. stay tuned for that. And also, an important announcement about Red Club. Yeah. But first, we're going to have a little snack. What? Snack. I'm so surprised. That snack book hit me, Sergeant. So today's snack <laughs> is a. Um, I just reminded myself of. Um, oh my god, I am losing my brain right now. I'll just cut that part out. It's like I literally was gonna say something, my mind went blank. Okay, it's a movie, and they're singing. <laughs> John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Grease, Grease. <laughs> oh my god, got thrills. There's a, when they're when they're having the sleepover with the girls, she's, she's all like, it's a dessert wine. It's a dessert wine. And that was brush up, brush up, brush. That was my whole story backwards. Okay. Okay. This good. is uh Gascon. Rewind that and you'll hear the story. That, this is Gascon, a Malbec from Argentina, and our snack is wine. Mm. Because it's February and I'm not dry January anymore. Vine. I mostly made it through. I drank wine when with me. We almost After died. That drive from hell. Yeah, that was scary. And we had to like calm our nerves. We, so we just had died. one glass of wine. We did. It wasn't But that we bad. were like shaking in our boots. And then one other night when things were went way south in my home, I had <laughs> a glass of whiskey. Shana but has just one. Two teenagers. <laughs> but I just had one. Yeah. And so I don't really count either one of those because they were under extreme circumstances. And they I was not needed. drunk. Yeah. And I was not overindulging. Yeah. I was merely getting by. Yes. <laughs> you were, you were, it was like a Xanax. That sounds weird. A Xanax for the soul. <laughs> <But> any- <laughs> wow. That's deep. I'm so deep. Anyway, so we're, now we're having. Cheers. This drink. No, oh, that was a good clink. Could you guys hear that? Probably not. Whatever. Between the microphones. Anyway. And then I found our... St- okay, well, we have a few snacks, actually. Do you yeah. want to talk about your crackers? So I was recently traveling in Ohio during the polar vortex. If you want to hear more about that, tune in next week to Gravity Beard because I will be calling in my um, travel journal live Okay. on a recorded episode <laughs> of that show. I'm all what? Sounded super weird. Anyways... um. Southwest doesn't just give out pretzels anymore. It's not just for pretzels anymore. Not just anymore. pretzels anymore. They give out plain crackers, which is a play on words, see? Because it's 
P-L-A-N-E, plain, airplane-shaped Ritz crackers. What? But, but they're also plain, P-L-A-I-N, crackers. What? And they're so, Ritz. It's the Ritz, Ritz. If you want to sponsor us, we're here with yeah. these plain crackers. Southwest. Just send us like a Southwest. <laughs> Southwest. Send us some plain vouchers. Ritz we're ready. And Southwest. We're here for you. We're, you On know. Southwest, I had to sit in the middle seat between two Gascon. Very <laughs> you have winery. <laughs> And Southwest, I had to sit between two very large men on my 7.30 flight from Ohio, which was, got me home I didn't late. even know that Southwest, like, flew that far. Um, I went to Denver first, and oh. then my plane was also delayed, and then I went from Denver to California. Oh. So I just, like, sat in airports all over the world. But um, I think the flight attendant felt sorry for me, and I ordered and a jacket. gave you... Extra, yeah. I ordered a Jack and crackers. Coke, and she gave me extra plain crackers because I was like, Can I have one more of these for my kids? Because they're super cute, right? Yeah, but my kids are so happy. Like, my daughter broke open my briefcase, like, when as soon as she got up the next morning, it's not a briefcase, it's like a satchel. It's not a briefcase. Who has a briefcase anymore? I don't know. It's weird. I pictured the weirdest thing when you said that. And then I was like. <laughs> like I pictured my dad's like 1981 Yeah. Briefcase. It's all like Samsonite no, or something. It's a, it's a normal what you put your laptop a in. A laptop thing. bag. Okay. Open my laptop bag and pulled out. She was for breakfast eating her plain crackers Aww. and pretzels. Like she was like so excited. Because there's During no more pain. She pulled out your laptop and started working. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to get shit done. <laughs> Her mom. Mom is She's tired. All, it's time to look at these financials. By the time I went 7 to bed, it was like 2.30 in the morning, which for me was Ohio time, 5.30 in the morning. So I was rather fucked up. But you're a mess. I'm still catching up on it, honestly. I had a nice tour of the California countryside. I drove to San Luis Obispo. Oh, that's right. In oh, the rain. The flight attendant gave me a free Jack and Coke was my story. Oh, I didn't get any drinks. But which is no good drinks for you because you were driving <laughs> and I took a lift home. So I'm good. Uh, but I had the scariest lift driver in the world. <gasps> so what happened? We get in the car. He says nothing. We drive a few minutes and he's like, you OK? And I'm like, Yeah. We keep going, and he's a driver the doors that lock. pumps oh. the brakes as he drives and gets the curbs. So after we pass, like, the main thoroughfare of, like, the city, and we're, like, coming more into, like, the valley. Where'd you fly out of? LAX? LAX. Okay. So we're coming across, like, the 405 to the 101 or whatever. He's braking he the whole time? He hits a curb. At, like, 10 in the morning? He's bra- I mean, 10 at night. No, 2 in the morning. Just kidding. Braking the, the whole time. Or, or pumping the gas, like stepping on the gas. He's like driving with two feet. Almost, yeah, yeah. Maybe. It was horrifying. And then when he would slow down to about 40 Did miles you give him per a bad hour review? on the freeway, I gave him a horrible review because he You're almost like, killed terror us. In the there were only like three other cars on the freeway, but all three of them almost hit us because we were going 40 miles an hour in the second lane, not even in the slow lane. And then we got a TO, a Thousand Oaks, where we live. It's even darker, and he was even more scared. But he would go up on the on. He got off the freeway. He passed my exit, tried to get off the exit, even though he passed it, and almost crashed into the like <laughs> divide the like exit divider thing. Right? You're and I was all, like, "Well, it's been I'm a like, good life. Go on to the next exit. <laughs> Just go on to sunset. Like whatever." We get on the next exit, and it's super dark. You know, it's it's dark out here. Yeah. I get it. 
But he gets he pulls up to a stop sign. And you think because he's so cautious, we'll use some navigation. No GPS. Navigation was going the whole time yeah. on a little holder responsibly. But he was like so nervous. It looked like his hands were like melting the steering wheel. He never went over sixty. It's never taken me that long to get from LAX to where we live now, in my life. Like I was, I was like texting my husband, like I'm going to die. I may be dead right now on the freeway, like in a second. Shit. So we got here. Too bad you didn't have a microphone. You could have podcasted it. I got out of the car <laughs> and I was just like, oh, "You're all. This oh is my, my last will and testament." It almost was. Shauna can have all my kazoos. It was. <laughs> Shauna can have my plane crackers. <laughs> Not plane, P-L-A-I-N, <laughs> but airplane plane. So, San Luis Obispo. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, I cut you off because I forgot you had more to your So, you story. were driving. That's all. I just said I drove, and every time I drive far, How far is that? Like four hours? No, it's like... It's pretty far. It's like two and a half hours, but it took me three hours because it was raining. Rain. But it's uh, on the flip side, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's green... I'm just saying, I survived the, the polar vortex way. last week. It was like negative, I don't know, 13 I feel or like whatever. I should lend you my sweatshirt, which has a big snowflake I on really it. I really needed that mom sweatshirt. It's like a total cheeseball mom winter sweatshirt. It was so cold in Ohio. People were calling me the night before our first meeting asking me if they needed to bring me coats because I'm the Aww. dumb girl from California who doesn't know how to dress warm. Well, they probably, you know what they probably just <laughs> think is that you don't have the right coat. I, I didn't. Because, like, we don't. I just put a don't. bunch of layers. I mean, I had a coat, but I, like, put a lot of layers. But, you know, I mean, like, I feel like people have said that to me before, yeah. too, when I've gone. They're, They're like, do you nice. have a coat? Yeah. Like, when I used to go to D.C. all They're the time. They're actually being nice. I'm being a, kind of an asshole about You're it. You're kind but. of a bitch. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing with cold weather, people. Just kidding. People that live in states with snow or whatever. It's freezing outside. <laughs> or whatever. I just have, I have to get this off my chest. Freezing outside, you wear a big coat, you wear a sweater, blah, 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 blah. You go inside. Scarf. You strip gloves. down all your shit, right? You're in your sweater, and it's fucking 82 degrees in the office. And... And it should never be 82 degrees. I don't know how hot it was, but if I wore a warmest... It should be 70. If I wore a warmest shirt at all, like warm-ish, not even warm, <laughs> I was like hot, Hot to try. Like, <laughs> I was so hot. In Wait, o- hold on. I had more snacks. In Ohio, I'm hot. Just kidding. I'm like Get hot, in a, in hot a, in Cleveland. In super- Wait, they did a show about that. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, that's why they did it because they're sweaty. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I swear to God, I didn't have my makeup um, primer and spray, like finisher spray. Before we my, got a bunch of like, my cool trip. shit from our friend that we're going to interview wish, in a second here. I wish I would have had it then. I didn't have it. So my face was melted off by like 1030 in the morning because it was so hot. And everybody was wearing scarves and sweaters and boots in the meeting. Like it was cold in there. And I'm like. They're just used to it. Oh, my God. The heater is like making my mouth so dry. I'm like sandpaper. <laughs> like it's so horrible. Like the. The amount of chapstick and lotion I use when I'm in another <laughs> state, like I just like my skin. I just like, like picture the wicked witch's feet crinkling up and dying under the house. That's my face in Ohio. Oh my god, it's pretty horrible. So you were not hot in Cleveland. No, I was uncomfortably you were hot and sweaty. Cleveland. <laughs> I was sweaty and Mason. Oh, whatever. 
Moving on. I'll, I'm going to cut all that out. It was like, It's kind of a long story. Shut up. <clears throat> Next. I was going to talk about the hidden snacks. Oh, yes. Okay, so we like hide some of our snacks from Trisha's kids because they go in the cabinet and they're like, hey, what's in the they're snack wise, cabinet? They're wise to the podcast yeah, room. Yeah, they, they totally figured it out. And the snack cabinet. They're they're good. They're and like so, the one with stickers all over it. That's the one with snacks. The one that we open and there's a bunch of food in it. <laughs> and a lot of it's fun food that you would want to eat. So we had these like the lava kisses that we talked about in a previous episode. And we hid them in an empty box. <laughs> I'm going to put a picture of this. And then I found some other like some York peppermint patties, which is another of my favorite candies. It's an empty box with a Banksy card on it from my coworker who went to Europe. It's so cute. Yeah. It's really It's adorable. Cute. And it's like, it's like a, uh, not it's camouflage, a- but. It's a secret hiding place. I don't know. Oh, I was yeah, to it's our hiding a cool place. Way to say it, but because that was my it. my daughter already helped finish the clotted cream fudge that was in there from. So now <laughs> it's just full of like so she, she mainstream thinks, American candy. She but thinks good it's ones. empty, but really well, inside, I know. it's not. Wah wah wah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, everybody! All right, we're All gonna right. now we're gonna intro. We're going to give you guys a new right club for February. Booyah. Write it, bitch. All right. Right club. Right club. We're doing it. So we're announcing it now, and it will be, we will, when does it do? It'll be due on, I think (laughs) we're going to give you guys a little time, because we're announcing it early. So we're going to give you until February 15th, yeah, which is the day after Valentine's Day. And the day before our yoga class starts. Oh, well, that's good. Everyone else cares about that. (laughs) The week before. It's it's the day before the week before. (laughs) It's like no, it's great. The, it's <laughs> add that to our calendar. It's the week before the day before. <laughs> That's what I just said. Oh my god, you're killing me! All right, so we're doing kind of like a theme. <laughs> Simmer down, <laughs> Trisha. We're doing like a theme for um, Valentine's for the month of February, the month of love. I can't stop laughing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm still kind of jet-lagged, so I'm sorry. You're a little delirious. I'm sorry. That's okay. I don't, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's the prompt, everybody. Are you ready? This is it. Get ready. All right. Here we go. You declare to the heavens that you will never fall in love. Aphrodite herself took it as a challenge. Woo! Swear to God, that's the only reason I'm married. <laughs> what? <laughs> That was just wah wah. That was. Like, I thought it was funny, but it came was, out really bad. What's <laughs> like not funny at all? It was like one of the stand-up was comedy like the biggest, things that like totally was like the biggest insult to my husband in the world. I'm like, just as Aphrodite made me do it. All right, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> oh no! Everybody, oh, we're know, losing Ms. our minds collectively. Anyways. All right. So now that we're done with all of our business, we are going to go into our awesome interview with super cool Sherry. And here you go. Guests 
on the bench. Hi. Hello, everybody. So we have a guest this week on the bench, and we would like... <laughs> She's a benchling. So we'd like to uh, introduce Sherry. Um, say hello, Sherry. Hi. <laughs> She's waving doesn't help. Hello, Sherry. Yeah. No, sometimes we use props. No one can see us. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So um, we've actually known Sherry for a long time. I met Sherry right before I got married, which means Ooh. my anniversary of marriage is my anniversary with you as well. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's how I remember how long I've met you, though, or how long I've known you, actually, because um, you'd help me with some makeup stuff for my wedding. Oh my and so gosh. that's how I always remember it. Um, but yeah, so for many years, Sherry's our friend, but she's also been our uh, skincare makeup <laughs> advisor uh, with her own Mary Kay business. You and say guru. It's okay. Guru. guru yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Specialist. Um, so she keeps us, you know, looking good and um in case you're wondering why we look so nice all the time yeah <laughs> you do you do you, I mean, you look she's great. like i don't want to take credit for that. <laughs> she's like when they look bad they're obviously not following the program well, i think i know you guys a long time you look good, you look good. <laughs> so um but today we wanted to talk to sherry about uh aside from her wonderful uh skin and, and makeup care stuff that she does uh her other side of her which is her okay so how do you can you describe this because yeah. we were like because <laughs> you're stuck because we were we were laughing because on the way her tell her what you said about her being psychic oh okay so <laughs> last night i texted shauna and i was like what are the questions we're asking tomorrow can you send them to me so i can look at them and she's like i'm too tired i'm going to bed a second later <laughs> on our group text you said what are the questions <laughs> Well, yeah. I had on a podcast but recently, and, and, and okay, so the, the short answer is I am a psychic, a psychic medium, and I'm also an empath. But okay. I had on a podcast recently that was a YouTube thing, so oh. that, they had you know videos, but um, and they had showed me the questions ahead of time, and they're like they they were less. I don't want to say anything bad, but they they weren't questions that led to a discussion. They were like yes or no questions. Oh. I'm like, oh, these are not conducive to like a, a conversation. And I was like, oh, okay. So let me let me help you with that. So yeah. you guys are vastly superior already. Have you uh -huh. seen the questions? So well, I told Sean, I was like, uh, Sherry was reading my mind last night because I uh, right. What are the odds? <laughs> I'm like, she's totally psychic. She goes to, and then we we're like, ah, ha, ha. Uh -huh. yeah. What are the odds? It was time? just funny. I was like. Right after I said that, you're like, bing. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> so I guess our questions, I mean, so you had kind of told us about this a few years ago, I guess, when mm -hmm. you started kind of developing all your coming like, out of the like closet stuff five more. Or, yeah. Five or six years ago. Your psychic closet. Yeah. yeah. But do you want to, can you just tell us a little bit sort of about like the how journey. it works for you and also sort of like when you maybe first noticed that you had this sort of connection like to the backstory yeah. yeah um it was always something that was always there I mean even as a little little kid I mean I think I just always I always knew there was something different um when I was little I would be in my room I I I I guess I acted out a lot. I remember being grounded a lot. But I spent a lot of, that was probably more a little later, but I remember spending a lot of time in my room and my stuffed animals would talk and uh, things would fly around the room and there would be like presences in my room and like things would move around. And, and I was like, 
And like, how do you like say that to a grown up and have them not tell you like you're making up stories mm, and yeah. things like that? So um, it really just kind of continued on. And I always heard my strongest sense was um, clear audience. I hear voices in my head. So mm -hmm. I constantly would hear voices in my head and I would tell my parents I could hear people talking to me. And again, it was this sort of dismissive because, you know, in that day and age, we didn't have, you know, Google or Facebook or, you know, you couldn't like just look it up. You know, yeah. my kid is hearing voices and, you know, <laughs> there wasn't you know, where could you go? And, I mean, and even it's not if you, like a psychiatric hearing voice. No, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, and I went to a psychiatrist or yeah. a psychologist when I was a kid and they were like, you know, there wasn't really anything wrong with me. I just was convinced that I heard voices and that people would talk to me and I knew things were going to happen before they would happen. I knew when the traffic lights were going to change. I knew, you know, where the ball was going to go in, you know, kickball and recess. And I just, I mean, I knew things, I could see things that would happen before they would happen a couple of seconds. And as I got older like into college really it got to be extremely strong and it got to be very disruptive hmm. um so in college there was a period of time where every night that i went to sleep there was a dream that would then come to fruition the next day oh. and it became this really um it's a lot for a kid who doesn't quite understand what yeah. it is yeah. how do you like what level of responsibility do you bear there so um, one of the stories that I always tell is about a friend of mine who played on the football team that I had this vision that he was going to hurt his ankle and uh -huh. my dorm room looked out over the football field and he had invited me to come to the game and watch them play. And I said, no, I just, you know, I made some lame excuse about why I couldn't go. Um, because I, I knew he was going to get hurt. Like I knew oh. it the same as I know my name. But what am I supposed to say to him? Don't play? Yeah. I mean, so he's going to go to the coach and say... Hop on one leg. Right. Like, coach, <laughs> this girl that I'm not dating, but this girl, you know, told me she had a dream that I got hurt in the game, so I think I'm going to sit this one out. Right. I mean, like, he'd never play again. So sure enough, at the end of the game, I went down to the stadium just to, like, say, you know, congratulations, whatever they won, or I don't even remember. But there he was, sure enough, on crutches, and he had hurt his ankle in the game, but it was thankfully minor, yeah. and he was out, like, a week, and it was, you know, he lived, and it was all fine. But what level of responsibility do you have in that? And then if you do intervene... Did you just change that person's path? Like maybe yeah. there was something important that was supposed to happen to him that week when he wasn't at practice. Right. Like what? So it became just that's completely yeah, overwhelming. That's stressful. Yeah. I think it was it would like, be, completely yeah. overwhelming. Does so the universe want him to slow down for a re a, another reason that you don't know about? Like exactly. how do you? Yeah. So how, where do you like? How do you know? Yeah. So being untrained at that point, I had no idea like what what am I supposed to do with this information that's yeah. been given to me? And now I feel this like immense pressure and it just got to be overwhelming. So I just, I remember one night just having this complete meltdown and just saying, whatever this is, it needs to go away. And I just felt these doors over my eyes just close. And then I never had it again. And then, um, back in 2007, we were doing a refi on our house it was 2008. We were doing a refi on our house, and it got there was there was all this drama with um, Bank of America had merged with Countrywide, and they lost our paperwork in their computer uh, system, yeah. and we ended up with this whole drama trauma with Bank of America <laughs> trying to steal our house and all this stuff, and it threw me into this like it took literally three years because in the middle of all of that was when the economy hit uh, the deck. Yeah. So, yeah. So it took three years for them to get our house sorted back out. 
and we were in and out of foreclosure and just the the trauma of it because Bank of America was calling our house like every 30 minutes all day seven days a week from 8 30 in the morning until nine <gasps> o'clock at night literally every 30 minutes they were calling from oh the collections gosh. department so we have stopped answering the phone I couldn't do my job I mean it was like really it was harassment but I, what am I you know who do I call with that so so finally we actually win yay we saved the house and but it threw me into this massive depression mm. and then my in that same time my father had his stroke and so there was just a lot of things that just threw me down to the very bottom of the darkness yeah. and when you're in that place and those things happen because the universe is like hello knock 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 it's time for you to wake up it's time for you to come back and do what you were meant to do and mm. and so in that time and in my recovery from all of that i i said i think i'm supposed to rediscover this part of myself like I used to know stuff and mm -hmm. and I what I noticed was that things were creeping back in that I would know things like I always knew about the traffic lights and I always knew where the ball would go and like that part never left but littler things started to come back in like I knew who would be on the phone or at the door and I knew what you were going to say before you said it and and I was like I think I'm supposed to do this mm -hmm. and so about 10 years ago was when I started very quietly investigating and mm. talking to people and taking classes and trying to figure out what the hell was going on because now we had Facebook and Google and you could now yeah, there were all look this stuff up yeah yeah well because about 15 years ago was when like tarot cards came back into fashion and, mm. and the the universe the people are waking up and mm -hmm. you know the spiritualist movement and people you know connecting with their you know metaphysical things is becoming less taboo and much more yeah socially aware right um you know i have really only had one person like tell me that she thought i was being like led by the devil and most people are like oh that's interesting and like nobody's yelled at me like yeah which, which, you know <laughs> so people are are waking up but when i decided that it was time to open it was like floodgates it was just like Whoa! and then you know, so I was very quiet about it for a while, but Shauna was one of the first people I talked with about it because you and I go back so far and I did have mm -hmm. trust. And, and then I remember like really having a debate about it with myself when your mom had passed away, Trisha, because yeah. I knew I was supposed to help you. I just didn't, I didn't know you as well as I knew Shauna and yeah. I didn't want to overstep and yeah. you don't know what people believe. And it took know. me a while to ask you. And then you were like, of course, right. you know, but I think that's what had to happen. Like I, well, I had kind of sent it and it sounds oh, really strange, but know. I had sent it to you. I was like, well, okay, I know I'm supposed to do this. So I'm sending it, the thought to you yeah. so that when you were ready, you would receive it. Well, and so. I, I thought about it a, a while and I asked Shauna if I should ask you and she was like, yes, go ahead. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then, but I was just, you know, it's like the same thing. Like I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, cross a barrier I wasn't supposed to cross or something and because people it, feel weird about yeah, it yeah yeah no and and it really really helped me okay. talking to you I think about the conversation to this day like a lot okay. so it helped me with a lot of, of closure yeah. you know and your mom was one of the first people I had ever like actually channeled so really yeah because now it happens it happens a lot like I didn't always like have a word for it yeah and then um when I when she came through and words were coming out of my mouth that I knew were not my own words yeah I was like oh okay now I have a word for that like yeah. I understood it had happened before but not not so clearly uh -huh. that I was so taken aback by her physicality with like in me yeah so yeah it was yeah. very interesting but, so yeah. when it like so do you 
so the Claire audience is the hearing. So mm-hmm. you're hearing her talk. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing. Um, sometimes I do see. I, I mean, I, I, I always, I always wonder see. how that works. Yeah. Well, okay. So when I work, um, when I work mediumistically, which is when I'm connecting with people who are no longer alive on the earth plane, I feel them come forward over my right shoulder. Oh, okay. And I, in my mind, and I see them like, it's a little hard to explain, but it's like a projection screen in front of my forehead, but I'm seeing it from my eyes, but looking out, but it's inside my head. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's like a projection okay. screen that I'm looking at it like this, but it's really inside my head. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I can um, So I'm sort of imagining this screen in front of me. And so when I'm looking in that, I have a diagram on the floor. Um, if I'm looking at the screen of a picture of a room, that's, um, there's a diagram on the floor, and I ask them to stand in certain positions that tells me who they are. So... Uh. Um, if you're, if you have multiple relatives that choose to come forward and I, I mean, be clear, I have no control over who comes forward. They, Mm -hmm, they, they choose. So I can open the door and they come forward and I ask them to stand. If you're a mother's side of like, if I'm talking to Shauna's family, is it on your mother's side or your father's side? Where do they stand? You tell them to stand. I ask them to stand where they are. So that helps me. They don't always listen, but it helps me to understand (laughs) who they are. Well, and sometimes you have people like... Where like the there's siblings have married siblings and so like you're on the mother's side of the family but you're also on the father's side of the family and so there's this or different divorce or, right yeah you know or adoption mm-hmm. you know so who are you and where do you stand and so sometimes I have people that just wander around um, but I can see them I can often give a description of what they look like um, oh, and then wow. they'll say things. And they'll give me um, things. I had one woman who was talking to me about rose bushes and strawberry plants. And I had one woman that was talking to me about, you know, show me pictures of two little girls playing hopscotch. And so they show me images of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and then I, and it doesn't necessarily make any sense to me, but if I say to you, you know, I have this image of um, two little girls playing hopscotch and the woman that I was talking to, she said, oh yes, that was, you know, her friend who had passed. She, they were little girls together and they always played oh. hopscotch out in front of the house. So, um, and so that was the woman was giving me this image. So they're trying to give information that will prove to you, the sitter, that I'm actually talking to the person that I say I am. Because right. there's no way. I mean, most of the people I work with, I've never met them before. Right. So I have I don't know anything about them. So it's very interesting to bring forward information that I can't possibly know except that I do. Yeah. So I can see things. They give me imagery. They tell me things in my ears. Um, and often I can feel things in my body as well, mm. like claircognizance or clairsentience, where I can say, you know, did this person have, um, was he a smoker? Um, I Sometimes I will have trouble breathing and, and say, you know, was there lung cancer or I, my stomach hurts? You know, was there, you know, what was going mm. on with the stomach? or um i find myself feeling very um that's called like, clairsentience clairsentience is where you can but that's when you, where feel, you can it. feel it okay. and claircognizance is where you just know it like there's oh. things that you know hmm. um uh in the you know i can feel uh you know i sit in a chair with arms i always make sure to sit in a chair with arms or something if i can because sometimes i'll feel dizzy i'm like <laughs> with, i mean outside of my regular right. you know, like, like but i'll feel I'm like the regular it, spin. I'm like, was <laughs> the person like, do they have balance issues or like, were they? I feel tipsy, and they're like, oh yeah, they drank. Like you know, I'm like, oh, okay. oh so, wow. So I don't always know exactly That's what, but I give 
what information is available to me, and then the person can confirm it. Right. So, oh, it's okay. Um, so, yeah, it just comes through. And for different people, it's different. Um, I have had, you know, some spirits, like, of our loved ones that have come forward, and they refuse to talk. So I've had, you know, one gentleman who came through it was the father, and he's like, I'm, I'm here. I could see him. I could describe him. I knew exactly what he looked like, but he just stood there with his arms crossed and just flat refused to talk to me. Um, huh. Another woman, her son had come through, and... She, he was answering her questions, and then she asked one question, and he literally turned on a dime and walked away. <gasps> and, I was, and I had one gentleman that flat out lied to me because he didn't want his daughter, who I was talking with, to know how he, the truth of how he had died. So he told me one thing, and she said, yeah, that's what I've been told my whole life, but I know it's not true. <gasps> and so I, you know, he didn't he did never want her to know that. I've had other people who have... have um, like lied to me about infidelity and things like that. So who you are here as a human is still who you are on the other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not like a magical nice angel once you pass or something. <laughs> right. People well, think that's, that. They're like, oh, yeah. now I'm enlightened and I'm all nice. I'm like, no, if you were crappy here, you're crappy there. Well, that's kind of – that was one of the questions that I had too was like, are you ever – do you ever have negative things come around you and is yeah. it ever scary? Yeah. I mean, because I think that I would think it's kind of like in life if you attract crappy people or you or you know what I mean? Or if or you're crazy on crazy people. Yeah, or crazy, whatever. It's like, is that, you know, if that comes through, I don't know. Like, how, how did you how feel about How do you safeguard that? yourself? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, learning how to protect yourself and shield and ground and stuff is one of the first things that you need to learn when you know you're doing this kind of stuff is to really protect yourself um yeah we have had some some wacky things um because I do work from my home I have had people bring you know things in that were attached to them entities or thought forms and things that they've come in and then um I had one uh, day when the with the ceiling fan with the light fixture on it and the light fixture was just going it was just shaking like crazy and I really thought the glass thing was going to fall off yeah of it. and so there was an entity that actually um it took myself and my husband to get it to to leave the house and then we put up we have a crystal grid that goes around the house that just protects the house and and lets you know stuff not come in so what that does age. that mean yeah Same. what's a crystal um, grid <laughs> in yeah. my mind it was like I'm a like, huge fortress I, in my <laughs> it's like a princess house <laughs> Um, they're they're small crystals. They're they're um, tumbled stones. They're maybe like the size of a walnut, um, mm-hmm. and they're different. They're different stones that do different things. Crystals are um, sentient energy beings that you can ask them to do things. And so we put them in all the rooms of the house. So we use different crystals for different things. So in my house, we have selenite, which is a, like an angel kind of a stone that's very um, cleaning and clearing and helps to keep everything, you know, nice and happy. And oh my God, I need like all of these. <laughs> yeah, bags of that. We, have, I need like, we need to surround your house with that. And, and then, then the inside. And then, like, and then I'll put them in my kids' under the pockets. Beds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
We do, we do. We do. You put it under the bed. You want to be careful putting selenite under the bed. It can lead to oh. some very vivid dreams. Okay. So. Uh, um, maybe not that. But not under the bed. But I do keep it in every room in the house. I keep, I have, um, right now, I have a piece in my pocket and a piece in my bra. Um, I don't know if that's too much information. No, it's no. not. <laughs> well, and you're holding um, some, I am. Too. I'm, no, yeah. this, I'm holding a clear quartz in one hand and a blue calcite in the other hand. So. Those are pretty. Um, but I use the selenite, and then I have... Um, I have you know crystals all over me. So I have mm. um, labradorite, which is kind of a green stone that we put with the selenite. And labradorite is a connect, a collect, protection stone. It's I call it the bubble rock. It kind of puts a bubble of protection around wherever okay. you put it. So and then you connect all the crystals together just by touching and taking that energy and you connect them so that mm. it creates a protection around the house. But oh, so you don't have to actually have like, I pictured it like when you, it's not like a know, line of ants like a line anything. of salt, like <laughs> right. natural. You can you know. do that. You can do that. You can take some like kosher salt and go around yeah, the outside like, of your I've house. And, yeah. um, but it's like, like you can put different crystals like by your front door to bring in prosperity and things. There's okay. lots of different oh. things. Um, I always carry amethyst when I travel because it protects the traveler and I usually don't have any problems, which is a nice thing. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I use the crystals. Um, How do you get it out? The entity. Sorry, we started talking about the protection. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, How did you get it? Like, did you um, be, be gone? Right, right. <laughs> well, you, you bring in a lot of light. So if you imagine in your mind or you visualize in your mind just a massive downpour of, of bright, sparkly, white light, um, you know, you bring in a lot of light. And so the first thing you want to do is you want to bring the light into yourself and then you can push it out from there. And we have, people know about chakras, like the main yeah. chakras we mm -hmm. have in our body, right? But we have chakras everywhere. So we have chakras in the bottoms of our feet. We have chakras in our palms and our fingertips, which is why I'm holding the stones in my hands because it helps my palm chakras to, um, be, um, it helps me be more receptive when I'm doing work. So I have things in my palm chakras that help energize them. So um, then you can take that energy, that white light, and then you can direct it out through your hands. And that's basically what Reiki is, where they oh. bring in that light oh. energy and it comes through them and then out the through healing. their hands. And so you can actually think of like... <sighs> I don't know, like Harry Potter without the wands. Right. You know? <laughs> and so you can do that and you can actually learn how to do that with just not even moving. I, I was sitting somewhere, I was at a workshop with a girlfriend of mine and this obnoxious woman came and sat down next to us and we kind of looked at each other and then just in my mind, I brought in the light and I poofed out the light around me and like expanded my aura out with the light and she moved. I was like, awesome. Oh, you need to learn how to do awesome. that. <laughs> if, if, if we're walking anywhere and there's somebody like a little loopy on the street or in they're a all store, attracted to you, they all talk to me. Uh -huh. Everybody, Shauna, Edgar, and my husband will all. It's because your energy is not drowned. And they just come to yeah. me and they're like, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like just my mom was the same way. Your energy is not grounded. The whole time I've ever known grounded. you, your energy is not grounded. I'm like floating around. Yeah. Yeah. It happens a lot to people like me. Um we work really in the higher chakras and the upper chakras, the yeah. heart and the throat and the third eye and the and the cranial. Um and the uh, the crown chakra and we're not really into like the root chakra and the sacral chakra and the solar plexus. So we just sort of like I get all floopy. That's where my word floopy comes from. I'm just so like, I'm floopy too? Oh, yeah. But that's okay. one of the things I like about you. But I don't... 
I don't psychic without permission. Like I, yeah, yeah. I don't. I just, no. you know, people are like, what do you think about those TV shows where they walk up to people? I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Have so. you seen the one where there's a guy in a car driving around and he just picks people up and tells them stuff? Is it like like he's cash, like cash a cab? cab? No, he's cash like cab, he's like an Uber cab? or something like Uber psychic. I was watching it one day and I was like, this is so interesting. <laughs> like, what is I this show? for me, I feel like it's mental trespassing. So no, yeah. whatever it is, whenever people ask me, have you seen that TV show? The answer is always no, because yeah. I don't really watch any of that. Like, I don't right. watch any of that stuff. I watch very little television. It's all the stuff that, like, we've picked in advance. Like, we like that show. We're going to DVR that, and that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, because there's so limited time anyway. But I don't psychic without permission. I feel like it's mental trespassing. You didn't mm. invite me into your energy. You that's didn't, cool. like, and just because you got in my car or I got in yours doesn't, <laughs> that's not... A, a silent contract for you to psychic me. So, so I mean, I, I can teach you how to ground your energy. It's very, very easy. But I, I don't do... I'm not going to walk up to somebody and go, you know, Trisha. You are so floopy. I, yeah. Well, I might say that just, you know, because you're my friend. No, but I mean, I, to say to somebody like, oh, you know, I have a message for you. Or yeah. you're not grounded and you need to be grounded. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be anything. You're like... People have free will you are your own human being and anything that I tell people is potentialities Mm -hmm. it's not ever guarantees I mean I am very good at what I do but it is not ever I mean it's potentialities human has humans have free will so Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah I think anytime people say to me like somebody came up to me and told me I'm like please tell me they didn't ask you for money because yeah like don't psychic without permission that's rude yeah that's Mm -hmm. happened to my cousin a few times where my cousin Claire where people have just approached her like outside a grocery store and said random things Mm -hmm. she's like okay I don't know how to unpack this like it's a very weird thing because um it's kind of this level of six degrees of separation Mm -hmm. so I had this guy come to me um a, a guy in spirit and he was the brother of a woman that I knew a bit like I know who she is and I mean we're kind of like socially Mm -hmm. familiar but I knew her husband very well and so this dead guy came to me and he said I you know I need you to get this message I need to like be able to Mm. share this information and and you know you know the husband and it happens a lot where messages will come through when I work with people that it's not for you like, and I'll say this is a person who's saying, you know, all these things, and you're like, no, it doesn't resonate. That's not related to me. I don't know what that is. I said, well, hold on to it because it might be for someone that you know. Mm-hmm. So this guy came through, and he was very insistent that I knew her and that I was supposed to talk with her. And I'm like, I barely know her. I'm not talking to her. Right. I'm not, yeah. you know. So finally, I did agree to mention to her husband, who I did know very well, and he knew about my skills. And I said, um, you know, this is what happened. And he said, well, can you, you know, prove it? Because he didn't believe in any of it. He knew, but he didn't believe in any of it. <laughs> it sounds like my, he, my husband would be like that. Too. Yeah, and he yeah, said, you know, can you... Pro- like... <laughs> right, yeah. right, prove it. Air and quotes. so, air quotes. And I, <laughs> and I said, well, this is what he told me. And he told me his name, and he told me, um, you know, this is where he knew, and this is what... Because I figured it was her husband. So if there was stuff that like she knew he probably knew they'd been married for a long time yeah and so I told told him I said he wants to rectify this situation and he feels you know guilty about this and and he told me to tell you you know this keyword and this birth date and that kind of thing and he was like okay (laughs) but but because everything was true yeah but even still like she didn't believe either so 
I he kind of casually mentioned it to her, and she's like, oh, you know, she blew it off. And so I went back to the dead guy, and I said, look, if you... <laughs> Well, he was really bugging me. Oh, man. And I said, if you want me to do this, then you need to bring her to the table. Mm. And so all of a sudden, a couple months go by, I say all of a sudden. But then all of a sudden, all these things started happening where she and I were both at the same party. We were at the same table for something. We were at the same. And I'm like, she kept being in my space. I was like, literally. Okay, (laughs) I, I get it. So I, you know, I. but again, she didn't buy in. So there's only so much I could do to kind of drop the information on her without overstepping and mental trespassing yeah, and all yeah, of that. Yeah. So, I mean, or I just putting her off and yeah. And yeah. at that point I said, look, I've done what I can do unless you can open her mind. There's not, you know, yeah. so, but, um, yeah. So weird things happen. So it's not like, okay, this is just, cause I think there's so many things that people think about this kind of stuff where it's like, we don't all understand. So it's not that you're like reading someone's mind. No. Because I know that that's another thing where it's like, because you said trespassing, but that's more like spirit coming to you and then you when I the information. You're not like reading my mind like, oh, I just thought about whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's not. We, we live in Orlando and we have Disney passes. So we go over to the park. I like to go to Epcot and walk around, have dinner and stuff. It's just a nice place to my husband and I walk around. Um, and I can literally walk around the theme park and go, okay, this person has, um, you know, there I see, because I, I see that dead people with them I see angels with them I see guardians I see all kinds of stuff so I mean I can look at people and say this person has you know lung issues or this person has scoliosis or multiple sclerosis or this person has and and I can see like you know this person's um, lost a child I can say I can see all these things but it's none of my business Right. So generally what I do is I close up shop and any working psychic medium will tell you that that they have some little thing that they do like one woman I know she puts on a wristwatch another person I know wears a hat so you send a message to the other side that says I am open or I am not open because for the longest time I couldn't go to a concert I couldn't go to Disney there would yeah, be no way I just be like right so I had to learn how to do that and I also had to create a relationship with spirit that said um this is when I'm open and this is when I'm not so now I walk around and I'm like completely oblivious right? because I don't need to be. But even still, it's none of my business unless you yeah. came to me and said, can you help me? Can we sit down? Can we talk? Whatever I know about you, it's not my business to know it. So I just and and I don't remember. No, I was going to say I don't remember if I told you this when we talked with your mom. But the fact is, I don't remember anything. Um <laughs> Yeah, when you people, said that. okay, yeah. yeah, no, you told me that. So w- only the like things that really stand out, right? Or so, if like you talk about it maybe a lot afterwards or something, yeah, it's like fun. yeah, because yeah, it's not your thoughts. No. So the information comes through me, right? It's not mine. It doesn't stay with me. And then I'm like, whatever. People come back to me and they're like, oh well, last time you told me, blah blah blah. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be impossible for you to hold on to everything that you have that has ever come through you. I can't remember shit just to start with, <laughs> and now I have to remember all of your stuff too. Yeah, no, I'm, not happening. And you, you well, know. plus it's again, it goes back to the burden to bear. It's not yeah. mine. Yeah. And so if I had to hold on to all those things, I mean, I would never get out of bed. Right. I mean, that's so it's just for my own protection. They just pass the information through me, and then it's gone. So well, it's the person that you're <laughs> speaking with, or you know, working with that needs. 
what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I like th- right now, you know? yeah. Well, like right now, I feel very, very like, um, and I feel like I can say this to you because we have worked yeah. together before, and you've asked me to share my story. But like, did your mom have a brother? Um, yeah, she has two. Okay, and one of them's in spirit. No. Okay, so there's. Well, there could be. I mean, if there was a miscarriage, I don't know about her. Okay, well, because I have this really like, because your mom is around you like all the time, but you know that. I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said that because I feel like she is. Yeah, because your mom's around you like all the time. Um, And I like her because, and I kind of remember her because she was very sassy. Yeah. Okay. Um, But so she's like the try, she's supposed to, I'm supposed to tell, she's supposed to, you're supposed to tell your uncles, like tell your mom's brothers hello. Like they are supposed to know that she's around too. So like just tell them I said hi. Um, And is somebody, is there like a B name? Who's got a B name that's in the men in your family? In the men? Yeah. Um, oh, my Uncle Bo. B name. That's her brother-in-law. Okay. Well, she says... She's closer to him or was closer to him than she was to her, one of her actual brothers. So that could be it, too. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Have you not talked with him in a while? Um. Uh, then I see them every once in a while. I, I haven't seen him in a couple months. Maybe give a but call. They're in California. Okay. So I see, like, we had Thanksgiving with them. Okay. Yeah. I can only think of, I'll have to think about it. I can okay. only think of. Well, and that happens a lot because, be, you know, you kind of put somebody on the spot even when they come in and they're like, oh, I want to connect with my grandmother. I'm like, okay, well, I have no control over who comes through. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> this person's coming through and they're like, wait, I have to think about it. And then it turns out to be like their husband or their, you know, next door yeah. neighbor, yeah, and like yeah. something really obvious. But in that moment, it's hard to think. But yeah. it's, it's, it, it's, it was clear to me it's her brother and there was a B name and she just said like to check in and just to say okay. hi and make sure that they're doing okay. Okay. So, yeah, I'll check in. Um, one of the brothers was was with somebody like living with a woman. And I feel like she might have had a B name, not him though. Okay. But I don't know. I have to kind of look. look well, let me know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my mom's um, nephew just had, came out of like a horrible face surgery. I thought oh. that's what I kind of thought. That's where you were gonna go with it. Like she has like cancer and. Yeah, my cousin. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I hope he's better. Yeah. We can send healing angels. He's working through it. Okay. So, yeah. What's his name? Christopher. Okay, so you can ask for Christopher to have. Um, there's something called something called the law of grace, so we can ask for healing angels to be sent to Christopher to help ease his pain and speed his recovery. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I like doing that. That's easy. Yeah. So, because then it, again, it's just something that I ask for and they'll do it, which is the thing is, I think is so amazing about spirit and angels and guides and stuff is that they're always there to help us in every possible way. We just don't ever ask them. Yeah. yeah. How the, do I ask them for help? You just, I just ask. <laughs> you see that I'm struggling? No. Well, well, I need all these things. It's I need like, the stones. Like, I need the, sage, uh, like. yeah, I'm going to sage myself. Thanks for joining us for the first part of our interview. And we're going to do the second part of the interview next week because we were trying to fit in a lot of things into one episode. That's right. That's right. And also write some shit. Write club. Submit that by the 15th. Get on it, everybody, for we'll, write club. We'll remind you next week, too. But Aphrodite's waiting. Don't procrastinate. Uh, uh, uh. So, everybody... That's it for now. If you want to support our show in any way, there is rate, review, and subscribe available yes. to you. A five-star rating. 
Tell we someone about our show. That's right. Spread the word. Tell someone um, if you've got some extra cash, Patreon. Patreon. Coffee. Yep. If we you've are, got extra social media time, we're social on social media. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> at Two Girls on a Bench, Facebook, Instagram. Benchlings. Where are you? We're here. We have a Facebook group called Benchlings. Reach on out. Go do it. Come out. Come Hang on out. down. Come and knock on our door. (laughs) (laughs) We've been waiting for you. I feel like you've ended the show like that before. I feel like. And then I was like, I want to watch 10 episodes of it. I feel like you just need to shut your mouth right now. You need to shut your face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye. Adios. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.